Hey, welcome to the James and Kim cast. I'm James Howard. I'm Kim Carson. So we've got Josh Rubin. He's going to be coming into the studio here in just a little bit. He's a cast member with Something Rotten with the Chattanooga Theater Center. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to him. We get a little theatery this this afternoon. Yeah. All right. So we are giving away tickets, by the way, on the morning show. So make sure you tune in every morning to get tickets to this wonderful musical. That's right. And keep in mind, this musical opens on the on July 21st, which is this coming Friday evening. It's going to be a good show. Welcome to the James and Kim cast. The James and Kim cast. Catching you up on what you missed while you were waiting in line for coffee. Tell a friend, rate, review, and share. Josh Rubin just hey. walked into the uh, studio. Hey, Josh. Hey. Good seeing you. All right, so let's talk about something rotten. Yes. It, it is happening at the Chattanooga Theater Center. Mm-hmm. It's a huge cast. I want to get to that here in just, yes. just a little bit. So I've seen a lot of Broadway mm-hmm. musicals and plays, oh, but yeah. I've never seen something rotten. Something rotten. It, it, it flew under the radar for a little while, and it, it slowly started to gain traction. Um, it came out uh, on Broadway 24. 2015, 2016, and uh, it, it, it smash hit show. What once once it got that traction going, uh, and it tells an amazing story uh, about what what would what would uh, England have been like? What would the world have been like if we had today's modern sensibilities about show business and applied them to Elizabethan England? So basically, what if Shakespeare was kind of an arrogant jerk? <laughs> He was kind of this. He was kind of this rock star image that we all have in our head about, you know, the stereotypical star who who makes demands. And uh, there's uh, other writers in England at the time who are very jealous of him. And that's basically the premise of the story. There are these two brothers. They're trying to get some of the fame, and, and they love writing and they love theater, but they can't get out of Shakespeare's shadow. And so, how do they do this? And so they come. What the, the older brother has this idea that he's going to go to a sooth. Say or a fortune teller, and that's my character. I play the character of Nostradamus, but not that Nostradamus. But that's another <laughs> whole story. And and uh, he asks Nostradamus, "What is the future of theater going to be? That way, I can get one up on Shakespeare, and I can I can be more cutting edge, and 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 maybe uh, uh, become more famous and make more money and have everything that Shakespeare has." So the soothsayer tells him, and everything that he tells him about the future of theater is true. And but the problem is it, it it's all kind of in bits and pieces and not necessarily in the right order. And what winds up happening is a wonderful song and a whole bunch of jokes throughout the entire show that are basically <laughs> Easter eggs about Broadway shows. So if you're a fan of Broadway theater, you will pick up on these little bits and really? pieces and jokes. So there are lines that are funny, and then you'll recognize a, a musical phrase, and you'll recognize a, a, like a dance move. Lindsay Fusell, our genius choreographer, she has an encyclopedia type knowledge about dance and Broadway shows and and what moves are, are fitting with certain shows. So if you're a fan of Broadway, it, it's kind of like a show within the show. Multi-layers for you to enjoy. Now, if you're not a huge musical theater fan, it's just a funny, crazy show. Uh, it's very much in the same mold. We were just talking uh, of a Spamalot or a Monty Python. It also has the same kind of sensibilities of, of say, like a South Park or a Book of Mormon, if you know those shows. Um <laughs> And, and it just, it, 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 it's, it's a nonstop ride because the moment we start, 
as you mentioned, the cast. There are 35 people on stage, and we're singing, and we're dancing, and we're tapping. Costumes like you would not believe. Uh, Randy Forrester, our our costume designer, he actually made a lot of these costumes because um, Elizabethan styling, not a lot of theaters, even as wonderful and as old as the Chattanooga Theater Center is, it's 100 years old this season, um, did not have a huge volume of Elizabethan costumes. So he made, he and his team made all of these things, and they're incredible. The Chattanooga theater center you guys do it right yes when when the curtains open when it comes to the acting mm-hmm. when it comes to the singing mm-hmm. when it comes to the props when it comes to the costumes right. you just do it right you don't leave disappointed right. by I, any means and, I, I'm, and, and with this show in particular thank you for saying that but with this show in particular if you are bored in this show if you are not laughing in this show you need to seriously think about your life you need to examine what has happened to you if you are not tapping along or laughing along with us in this show uh and speaking of tapping tap dancing and we're talking old school so so for for people of a, of a certain age who uh may have a favorite show from from back in the golden era this harkens back to that as well as i said modern references as well so it's it, it, it's really across the board do you tap dance in this I do. performance really i do are you a trained tap dancer uh yes uh now i will tell you for for logistical reasons i never actually wear tap shoes in the show but i do a lot of the moves okay. uh, but there are some people in this cast some people that i've never met before some younger, some older, who they put those shoes on, and oh my goodness. I mean, you feel like you're back in a 1930s Fred Astaire movie oh, wow. watching these people that. go. It's wonderful. I yeah. yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. So there's something for everybody, like I said. Now, I, I do have to say, because I'm a teacher uh, and I have a certain responsibility to, to, my, to younger folks, there is some language in this show. Uh, I was going to ask you to put yeah. a, a rating. I would it. say right. PG thirteen ish. Okay. Um, nothing all th- that offensive for most people, but we do want to put that caveat out there. Uh, if you have little ones, maybe not the show, okay. but certainly middle school and above should have no problem with this. But uh, again, parents, just be advised. All right. So this show mm-hmm. opens on Friday. Yes. That is uh, July twenty first. The twenty first. That's, that's the date on it. And mm-hmm. how long is the run? Uh, we run through August the sixth. Is that right? Shoot, I just forgot what it was. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get all that clarified. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we need to fix. fix all, I'm, I'm not sure if it's the fourth or the sixth. I have it written down somewhere. We'll, anyway. we'll look that up. So, Thank Josh, you. so you mentioned you're a teacher. Yeah. So, when you're not on stage, what, what are you teaching? I'm a theater teacher. I would have never guessed that. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I teach theater down at the wonderful Northwest Whitfield High School, just north of Dalton in Georgia. Okay. But put us in the classroom. Are, are, are kids these days, or should I say students these yeah. days, are, are they wanting to go to Broadway? Are they wanting to go to Los Angeles? Are they are, are they wanting to go to New York? Are they wanting to do so, to, to get out and? To, to be honest with you, uh, some, okay. some, the vast majority of students in my classes, especially the ones that stick with me, they. Yes, they have a love for the theater, but they're, what they're looking for is how to use the theater training that we do, how to use movement, how to use uh, uh, literary analysis, how to use their public speaking skills in other forms of media, as you guys know, uh, with podcasting, with uh, vlogging, with all the things on the Internet. Um, they're always you know, taking their phones out, showing me things that they put together. I mean, you can now make movies on your phones, right. as we all know. So they're always looking for ways to improve that aspect of it. But even for those kids who do do not want to go to theater. And I, I have to admit that, you know, 25 plus years as a professional actor, one of the things I, I, I stress to my students is if you want to be a professional performer, don't. 
it is too competitive. It is too hard a life. Now, I have had some students who have gone on to L.A., who are down in Atlanta right now, who have gone to New York and have carved out careers for themselves very successfully. As performers, the vast majority of them work backstage or behind the scenes uh, in the technical aspect. But even there, it is a very, very tough life. So what I try to stress, and many other uh, drama teachers with whom I'm associated, we try to stress how to use what we do in the drama classroom and make that universal. You can apply these skills to every job you can imagine. Uh, In fact, when I was in Atlanta uh, many, many years ago, uh, I hooked up with an improv comedy team down there called uh, Laughing Matters. Um, And one of the things we got to do was we actually got to work with the military. And the reason was, this uh, back in the mid-90s, commanding officers were having a problem getting their soldiers, getting new recruits, to think outside the box. Ah. So when they were given an order, they would follow those orders. Right. But occasionally, they would need, you know, what if communications go down? What if the satellite goes out and you cannot talk to your, your get, get back to headquarters? So we came in and we taught a series of workshops how to work creatively, how to think creatively to solve problems and work your way out of that. So there are things that we can do in the, in the drama classroom that have universal applications. Yeah, sure. A lot of uh, mm-hmm. skill sets for sure. Yeah. So I, w- I want to dive a little deeper into what it takes to put on a performance like this. I was talking to a couple of cast members with something yeah. Martin just the other day, mm-hmm. and they were saying that they had a, uh, you guys had a, a, a technical dress rehearsal yes. from, it was like 1 o'clock to 11 o'clock at night. Yes. When it comes to you mm-hmm. having 10 million other things to do besides right. what you got to prepare mm-hmm. for for right. something rotten right. with your lines, right. What's that like, like during the week, like preparing for your lines and and studying the other person's lines and and showing up for rehearsals and building the sets? Some some of the best training I ever had as as an actor was not in the theater classroom, was not on stage. It was actually playing sports. Um, uh, My whole family, we're we're all baseball folks. And my brother, in fact, fact, is a professional scout with the Atlanta Braves. Go Braves! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So playing sports really prepared me for that. So what you're talking about, yes, I have to learn my lines. And yes, me, me, me. And we all have this stereotype of actors are only concerned with themselves. Well, that is true to an extent. Um, (laughs) uh, But mostly we have to depend upon each other. So we look to each other. Okay, I'm having a hard time getting this step down. Can you help me out? And if things aren't crazy on stage and we're not needed, we go off somewhere into a studio or into a space or in the hallway, and we work on this. Uh, I'm having a hard time with this line. Can, can you help me with this? So it's really how – how do we get through all those things? We work together. It's all about the teamwork. Yeah. That's really what it is. Every coach knows this. So, yeah. You've got to think about, like, you were talking about the tech rehearsal mm-hmm. is, like, the lighting design and yeah. running through, making sure all that runs smoothly. I mean, yes. There's so many people behind the scenes. Yes, making it work yeah, very much, yeah. but but from start to finish, the time you guys meet as a team mm-hmm. to when you do your last performance, mm-hmm. talk to us about that bond, ex- that bonding experience. There's nothing else like it. The the walking into the first day of rehearsal, and I've had the experience when I first started when I was a teenager myself up up to now as as the old wizened. Uh, uh, balding individual that I now am. <laughs> you walk into that first rehearsal, and it's like walking into the middle school lunchroom on the first day of school. Wh- who's who, and who are you going to sit with, and wh- who are the cool kids, and who are the experienced ones, and is that person going to be mean to me? And wh- but within, and especially with this cast, um, and it's one of the things that Beth Gumnick, our, our director, really stressed, and the other folks on the uh, production team, is because we're doing a comedy. 
I mean, come on. Let's have fun with each yeah, other. Sure. So e- the, the, that initial trepidation, that initial fear, uh, it quickly goes away, and, and you do form those bonds. Um, and as is true, again, going back to the sports analogy, the guys, we have our dressing room, and we're guys, and we're goofing and playing. We're talking about relationships, and we're talking about how silly this was and how weird that thing is. And yes, we've been talking about cars at one point uh, so far. And um, I have no idea what goes on in the women's dressing room, but I'm sure... <laughs> That it's very similar uh, to the same kinds of conversations that that we all have. Steve here with Armor Exteriors. Roofs are critical to protecting your biggest investment. We install complete roof systems with a GAF factory warranty that gives you peace of mind. Visit ArmorExteriors.com for a free roof inspection. Armor up with Armor Exteriors. If we've got someone who's listening to this Mm -hmm. podcast right now and they're thinking, you know what, I want to get involved at the Chattanooga Theater Mm -hmm. Center. Um, I want to go try out for a show or do something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're just nervous about it. How would you encourage them? Uh, The the great benefit of working in the Chattanooga Theater Center are the volunteers that they get together. They have a professional staff, and it's a reason why the technical things and the costumes and the lighting and the set, everything. and speaking of the set in this show, oh my goodness, you're going to see something on this stage that I don't think you've ever seen at the Chattanooga Theater Center. Really, most people have never seen in theater before uh, outside of maybe going to a Broadway show. But anyway, if people want to get involved, the, uh, the Theater Center does an incredible job of, of embracing everyone who wants to get involved from little kids to older folks whole families come on out get in touch uh, theatercenter.com uh, just go on there click on the volunteer uh, uh, menu tab uh, there's a listing for auditions so if you want to be on stage, of course, please come on out. Any experience you have, or no experience, that's fine, too. There are some people, as I said, who are making their, their debut at the Theater Center in this show. Some of the people in this show, it's their first big show out of out of high school or out of college for many of them. Um, and then, of course, we always need dressers. We need people to help build the sets, to help move and change the sets, lighting design, uh, uh, all kinds of things. So contact the Theater Center, theatercenter.com. That's the best way to get in touch with them, and they will be happy to help you out. Looking forward to seeing something rotten with the Chattanooga Theater Center. Josh Rubin, thank you very much for joining thank us Thank you, guys. It's wonderful. Thank it, you so it's, much. It's been, a, uh, it's been fun this has been chatting fun. with you. And if, you the, if you thought this was fun, come and see the show. <laughs> yeah, right. Thank yeah, you. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, what a, a great matchup of uh, 16th century Shakespeare and 21st century Broadway. Uh, for more information, once again, uh, theatercenter.com. And once again, we just want to remind you that we are giving away tickets on our Sunny Morning Show, Sunny 92.3. You can listen to us anywhere in the world through the Sunny mobile app. We'd love for you to take a listen. We're on from 5 a.m. until 10 a.m. Monday through Friday. And that wraps up the James and Kim cast. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Want to support the James and Kim cast? Rate, review, and share with your friends. For more of Chattanooga's favorite morning show, go to Sunny923.com.